0: Hello and welcome to the Future Engineering Club podcast. My name is Jack Lomas and thanks for joining me. This episode, I'll be interviewing Henry Jones, chief executive at Big White Wall, hearing about his work removing the stigma of talking about mental health in the workplace and his experience moving from a large software business to a mental health startup. Before we dive into it, let me tell you a little bit about the Future Engineering Club. Founded in 2019, the Future Engineering Club exists as an industry working group focused on enabling collaboration between construction tech startups, industry decision makers and venture capital investors, having welcomed over 400 industry leaders over our series of events. Now for the podcast, Henry is CEO of Big White Wall, a digital 24-7 clinically moderated anonymous peer-to-peer community for those with anxiety and depression. Henry has over 25 years of experience in disruptive services and technology companies. Most recently, before the acquisition of Aconex by Oracle, Henry was Executive Vice President for International Growth at Aconex. During his time there, he was part of the executive team that managed the successful IPO in 2014, the acquisition of the largest competitor in Europe in 2016, and the sale of Aconex to Oracle in 2018. Hi, Henry. Thanks so much for joining us today. A pleasure. Looking forward to it. So Henry, tell us a little bit about your work at Big White Wall.
1: Big White Wall is a 24 hours a day, anonymous, clinically moderated online community and resources for people with anxiety and depression. We are commissioned by organizations ranging from NHS trusts to the military, veterans, universities and private organizations to provide this platform to make it available to the communities that they have. Uh, care for, and the community itself is focused on helping people with uh, anxiety and
0: depression. Before taking the chief executive role at Big White Wall, you were the executive vice president at Aconex. What was your experience building a software business in the construction industry as someone who didn't originate in the industry? Yeah, interesting. You know, I have
1: been in technology for longer than I would like to say, and I have had the sort of opportunity to build technology businesses. In a number of different areas, market research, legal, construction, and now mental health. And in all of those cases, I think what's interesting is, whilst there are differences in the construction industry and other compared with other industries, and it is important that you have that expertise and knowledge in the business and in in the management team, there is a lot of similarities in how you build a business, how you build a team with a growth culture how you drive focus, how you drive sales teams, marketing, account management. And I think probably my experience, what I added to the AkinX band was bringing that external experience and combining it with the construction experience that was already in the business. So it wasn't a new thing to me to be in a new industry. There was obviously a lot to learn, but I had a lot of expertise around me to help me
0: learn that. Construction is a male-dominated industry with environments that are stressful for both your mind and body. The Office for National Statistics recently reported that construction workers are most likely to take their own lives. How can we tackle this issue and where does Big White Wall come into it?
1: Yeah, I think it's, I mean, having actually worked in the construction industry and and actually worked in the legal industry, there are two industries that are high cases and prevalence of, of mental issues and health, mental health issues, is there? I think, you know, really where you need to start is understanding that traditionally, the male population has been very slow to adopt mental health support. And if you look at most data, it will show you the biggest adoption of mental health support comes from white like women. So you've got a population that is not readily open to talking about uh, reaching out for help around mental health and I think that is the ultimate challenge how do you get this population to reach out talk to people understand that their feelings are not that unique be able to ask for advice and tips and you know ultimately ask for uh, professional care if needed and and so I think that has to happen and that happens I think there's been a lot of talk about you know smashing stigma and making sure people are aware and and a lot of advancements to be made making feel comfortable talking about it. But I think actually Big White Wall takes a, a slightly different approach than that to help people get talking. So as stated, the Big White Wall is an anonymous platform and at the same time clinically moderated. So there are mental health professionals overseeing it over the whole time. So what we see as our value add and what our data absolutely shows is that individuals will reach out to the Big White Wall early because it is anonymous and they feel comfortable talking about their issues and so effectively rids the issue of stigma and then by reaching out to the community they can then realize that actually you know they aren't the only ones suffering these problems and actually there are many others who suffer from those problems and they can talk to others suffering from those problems they can get tips from others suffering from those problems and hopefully that for them is and as we see in the data a real beginning of a journey of trying to help them understand themselves trying to make sure that they can reach out feel comfortable reaching out to people and really understanding that this is something that needs to be dealt with and and how to deal with it so I guess the role of big white wall we feel can play is really helping catch people early on in their slip into anxiety or
0: depression Your move from a large software company to a startup is one that a lot of people in corporate jobs consider. How have you found the move and what tips would you give to people moving from red tape to autonomy? I think you need to understand
1: that probably my career has been lucky enough that typically I've started jobs when companies are small and been very entrepreneurial and then left them when they grew into big corporates. So coming to Big White Wall was really felt like coming home to me. It felt like coming back to an entrepreneurial and small company. And what I would say at A-Con-X, even at our, our largest before we were acquired by Oracle, it was still a very entrepreneurial company that provided a lot of autonomy, was very nimble, fast, and probably allowed us to be so successful, I was part of that culture. Oracle, obviously, is a very different being. So having said that, the advice I would give you is for those, you know, having seen individuals who have moved from corporates to, or the large corporates to the smaller entrepreneurial companies, it can be a real challenge. And and I think the challenge that people have to accept is, first of all, the pace tends to be different. Small entrepreneurial businesses tend to move a lot faster and a lot quicker and have to. Secondly, you have to be very hands-on. So I know that when we've pulled people out of big corporate, sometimes they are used to having a a big support team around them. In a small entrepreneurial business, you don't have that. And you have to do a lot of the heavy lifting and and the work yourself. You also have to be fairly nimble. So successful small entrepreneurial companies need to be prepared to change direction pretty quickly if you've lived in a big corporate for a long time that is not something you would have experienced much of and actually can be quite challenging itself and finally i think a lot of people in corporates come into the entrepreneurial environment used to having a fairly uh, mapped out career structure typically in entrepreneurial fast moving companies that structure doesn't exist and so it is just something that you have to be get used to personally I love the fast movement, the nimbleness, the autonomy, the ownership that a small company provides and a small entrepreneurial software company provides. But everyone has to decide what's the best fit for them.
0: Your role at Aconex was focused on driving growth. How has this experience translated across the big white wall and influenced how you scale the business?
1: I think what I, part of the Aconex and part of what we were quite successful at was building a growth engine and a growth culture. And I think what I have learned and what I learned there is, is selling is hard. Just because you have a great product doesn't mean people will buy it. And so you need to put a lot of emphasis in attracting good people who know how to sell, who have empathy, curiosity, and energy. And so there really are good... Salespeople and you have to put a lot of thought into your value proposition and how your product meets the needs and resonates with your potential customers and I think that's the you know what I have brought into big White Wall is that knowing that we had a good product and a good service, but really thinking about how we can actually get people aware of that, how we can translate that into helping more people and selling to more organisations. So it's, it's really about how do you build a growth culture.
0: We're currently experiencing a global pandemic, which can be a stressful time. What advice would you give to anyone listening who could do with a little bit more support in coping with anxiety and other mental health challenges?
1: So I think we are a big white wall and I am a strong believer in the power of the peer-to-peer. So the power of people to help people. And So what that means is making sure you're willing to talk and share and try to find people you can talk to and share your problems with. Don't be afraid to ask for help. And also offer to help. I mean, there's a lot of clinical data that shows one of the best things you can do for your mental health is not only asking for help, but also giving help. So I think really trying to create an environment where you can help and support and get help and support. Now, I realise for some that is really challenging if they live alone or feeling isolated. And quite frankly, one of the reasons why I think Big White Wall is so successful is it provides a safe community for people who are feeling isolated and want to reach out into a safe environment and get help. Whether it's Big White Wall or whether it's other places, find your community, find people to help and talk and share with and find people to support. And I think that can do a lot to help you deal with the challenges of mental health. The other thing is if you really need serious help, don't be afraid to ask out, ask and reach out to
0: the professionals because it's something that you should take very seriously. I think that's a really um, valuable point here. One last question. What does the rest of the year look like for you and the team at Big White Wall?
1: It's been an amazingly busy last year. We've rebuilt the platform, we've rebuilt The team and the business has been growing fantastically. And um, I think we thought that we were entering a period of sort of more business as usual. But with COVID-19, the need for services like the Big White Wall has skyrocketed. We are a social impact business. Our goal is to help as many people as possible. And I think now we are more needed and more relevant than ever before. It's interesting, this phrase that you hear heard quite a lot actually coming out of canada where we have some businesses this idea of an echo pandemic so the pandemic is coming to an end but the impact on people's lives and mental health will probably be felt for years to come and we believe that big white wall has a big part to play in helping people through these difficult times and so what's the next year look like i think it continues to be incredibly busy uh, incredibly exciting and probably quite tiring. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of big challenges ahead, but a lot of excitement.
0: Sounds exciting. Henry, thanks so much for your time. I really appreciate it. My pleasure.